my friends, check this out. I got a couple of Bob Shez pierogies, farmer's cheese, two here. I bought two dozen, but my family ate the rest of them. So now I'm enjoying my uh, Bob Shez pierogi. Lots of cheese in there. It's wonderful. Mmm. Man. That is really good. I want to thank uh, George and Linda Lund, the owners of Bob Shez Pierogi. And um, if you want to get a hold of them, my mother-in-law watched and she said that every time they said the phone number, she couldn't hear it. So the phone number was 716-436-3894. Bob Shez Pierogies, the best pierogies. And... Uh, from the uh, Polish community, they say that these are the closest to uh, what grandma used to make in Babsha in, in, in Polish is grandma. And in fact, for some of them, they say this brings them back to Poland when they're eating a Babsha's pierogi because it brings them back to grandma, grandma's house back in the uh, old country. And unfortunately, that's the that's about as far as they're going to get to Poland these days. It's about as far as you're going to get to just about any country right now because uh, all the borders are, are closed down. And that is why our next interview is Rosanna Berardi, the owner of Berardi Immigration Law. She's going to tell us about a little bit more about uh, the border closings and uh, when she thinks that they will open again. So I hope you enjoy the next interview as much as I enjoy my Bob Shez pierogies. Remember, support the small businesses. Hmm. All right, I'm here with Rosanna Berardi, the owner of Berardi Immigration Law. Rosanna, why don't you start off by uh, telling us a little bit more about yourself and uh, tell us a little more about Berardi Immigration Law. Great, well, thanks for having me. So good to be here, Tony. Um, so I'm Rosanna Berardi. Managing partner of Berardi Immigration Law. I founded the firm 15 years ago after doing a stint at the biggest law firm in Buffalo, deciding that wasn't for me, and uh, literally started the firm out of my apartment with one client and my computer. Um, fast forward 15 years later, and I have a few offices around the world, a slew of employees, lots of clients, and uh, certainly been a trying time during the pandemic with international travel being suspended to the United States. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. So before pre-corona, how many employees did you have and how many employees do you have now? What, what, have, what adjustments have you had to make? So pre-corona, um, we were on pace for a record year in 2020. We were just crushing yeah. it. Had 18 employees, um, five lawyers, uh, paralegals, admin, um, a whole bunch of staff today three weeks into it, we have six employees. Wow. wow. So had to lay off a majority of the team. I'm hoping that some of those layoffs will be temporary. We still have work coming through the door. It's just not the volume that we are used to seeing. And, you know, we've definitely had to pivot and adjust the business model, but I'm confident we're going to get through this and we might be leaner and we might be smaller in a couple months, but we're certainly going to be standing. 
Yeah, I'm actually, it's, it's um, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that you still have six because I assumed with all the travel restrictions that there were literally, there was literally no business anymore. But is that, so that's not the case. What are you working on? So it's interesting. So we've always, I've always been super careful and diligent not to put all our eggs in one basket, so to speak, when it comes to the type of work. So we're primarily a business immigration law firm, meaning we're helping people get work permits to enter the United States and work. But we also do a fair amount of family immigration, meaning U.S. citizens that marry Canadians and we do their green cards. We're doing a lot more family work right now because people are still getting married. People still want to be together. So we're seeing an uptick in that. We're also seeing an uptick in U.S. citizenship applications. So those are people that are longtime green card holders that are in the United States already. And they're saying, hey, I'm here. You know what? I want to be a U.S. citizen. I want to vote. It's 2020. It's a presidential year. You know, I want to be a citizen. So we're doing more of those. So you know, I, I, my goal when I started the firm 15 years ago was I want to be a corporate immigration. I don't want to do any family. I don't want to touch family stuff, but we've always done it. And I've always thought, okay, well, I should keep doing it just for the diversity of the practice. And I have to tell you, I'm thankful that I've stuck with that um, because it's really become the focus of what we're doing during the pandemic. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, now, I know you're, you're a very tight business uh, with your people. You're, you're, uh, it doesn't take long. And once uh, you go on to some of your business social media, you see how much fun you guys are having, having along with the hard work that you do. Um, how, did, how did you go about doing the layoffs and uh, talking to your people? Because I'm sure that was hard for you. It was extremely hard. It was one of the worst days of my business career. Um, and I acted very, very quickly. Um, I looked at numbers. I looked at our projections. I saw all the travel restrictions. And I just knew within two days of this happening that I had to cut the team. I just mm -hmm. knew what our payroll was. And I knew what was going to happen in the world. So I acted very quickly. So we went, I think we turned the office remote on a Monday. And I did layoffs on that Wednesday. It was painful. I couldn't do them in person. Um, because everybody was working remotely at that point. So we did have a team call. I wanted everybody to be on the call. And I just said, I was very transparent and said, listen, the work's going to dry up very quickly. We have travel restrictions and bans. Um, I don't have enough work to keep everybody busy. So I made the decision of keeping all my lawyers on because the lawyers can function as a paralegal lawyer and admin. And I trimmed the admin and paralegal team. Mm. Very difficult. Um, nobody expected it because it happened very early. I mean, now if you hear that someone got laid off, like everybody's getting laid off, there's what, 7 million people applying for unemployment, but it was very early. But after I did that, it was really hard for me. So because of our culture and because of the relationships I have with my team, um, I went out and I got gift cards for everybody. I got $100 gift cards to Wegmans and I wrote everybody a handwritten note and just said, hey, this was not my plan. This was not due to performance. You know, this is, this is beyond my control right now, but you still mean a lot to the firm and we hope to bring you back. And I sent those out and every single person that I sent one to was super grateful. And it was a small gesture. Now it doesn't have to be the $100 gift card. You could do a $5 gift card to Tim Hortons or Starbucks. It's just the gesture, knowing that they weren't just a number 
or a warm body that they still matter. And even now, a few weeks later, I'm in contact with them. I, I text them, what's going on? How are you doing? What are you doing? I'm, I'm staying in touch. These are people that I spent the majority of my time with for years. And just because the business situation changed doesn't mean I had to cut them off completely. So I've tried to do it with integrity and still remain professional, but still be a person too. And I think people have been really appreciative of that. Oh, that's great. That's, that's a great idea. Thanks for sharing that. Um, when do you think the restrictions might get lifted? Do you have any idea? Have you heard anything at all? So the U.S.-Canadian border is supposed to open April 20th, which really isn't that far away. No. That's less than two weeks. Um, I would be surprised if it reopened then. I don't think the curve is flattening as both governments would like it to. And for them to reopen for non-essential travel, I think just furthers the problem. So I think, I think we might be in this for another 30 days at least until we start seeing the numbers going down. Mm. Um, you know, the nice thing about the border is they are still processing work permits and applications. And in talking to the management of the Peace Bridge Port of Entry here in Buffalo, they said, look, we're trying to balance a fine, we're trying to walk a fine line here. We want to keep everybody safe, but we still want business to continue because the economy needs business. So they are still processing work permits and applications, which is great. And we've had clients go and secure their work permits. And so that part is business as usual, which surprised me a bit. I thought they were going to cut it off completely, but they are trying to, to keep more of a holistic view and say, well, listen, we do have, we do have a need for foreign workers. And, you know, in Buffalo, a lot of the hospitals have tons of Canadian doctors and nurses that are coming back every single day. And I just checked in with one of our hospital clients yesterday and they're not reporting any difficulty. They're having no problem getting back and forth. So that's great. Yeah. I'm really happy to hear that because the last thing we would need to happen, particularly in Western New York, is just the doctors from Canada and the nurses not being able to get here. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Post-corona, is it going to be business as usual for immigration or what do you expect might be some changes? Well, it's not going to be business as usual. Um, so in our world, the reason that my firm particularly and others like mine have boomed in the last couple of years is because of the low unemployment rate in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So when the employment rate is historically low, like it's been, companies have need for foreign work because there's not enough Americans out there to do these jobs. Well, the unemployment rate has skyrocketed overnight. And a lot of economists and business leaders are forecasting that, you know, the unemployment rate might be 12, 15%. I mean, unheard of in the United States, at least in the last decade or so. So I think our business model is going to change completely. I don't think we're going to see um, the need for foreign work, although it will be interesting because even though there'll be a lot of people unemployed, doesn't necessarily mean those unemployed will fill the shortage occupations that we typically do work in, like the tech sector, the medical sector. So I think we're going to see some changes. I think we're going to see a less volume of work. I, stay, I still think the United States is going to be a hot spot for business investors, owners, people that want to take the next step from Canada. So I think we're going to I think, like I said, I'm convinced we're not going anywhere, but I think it's going to be a smaller, leaner model. Thank you. So we're all at home right now, quarantined. Um, who are you at home with? So I'm at home with my husband, Jack, and my 13-year-old son, Salvatore. Everybody's happy and healthy? 
we are very happy and healthy. Um, it's been good family time. It's been challenging. I am very much a people person. I'm an extrovert. I love going to the office. I love going out to lunch, going to meetings. So for me, this has been hard. Um, but I have no reason to complain. We've got great technology. We're all healthy. We're not hospitalized fighting a horrible virus. So we've made the best of it. And, and it's been nice, actually. I've never used our home this much. I've been in all corners of every section of my home um, <laughs> over the last three weeks. And I really never did that. And, and I look back and think, how did, how did I keep up that pace? You know, we're so busy, busy, busy all the time. And now it, it's almost nice to not be running. I mean, I've never worked harder. I'm working constantly um, and I'm working on some new business stuff too, but it's just different. There's no, there, the social obligations are gone. Yeah, no, I agree. I think a lot of us are experiencing that same thing and it is kind of nice to take a breath. Um, sure. Speaking of that, those other things, what are you doing with your spare time? What are you watching, if anything, or how are you spending that spare time right now? So I'm a believer that there is no time to waste ever, especially right now. Like we've all been given an opportunity to amp it up. There's never been a time in history to learn anything you need to learn online, right? You can YouTube anything. You want to learn to code, it's out there. There's so many free courses. So right now I'm working on two big things. Um, I'm working on national publicity. I want to put my firm in the national spotlight. We've done a good job with the local stuff. So every night for at least an hour, I'm writing media pitches um, to articles, TV stations, news sources. My goal is to land one a week. And wow. today's Thursday and I did land one. Nice. Congrats. Um, so I'm working like an animal on that. And then I'm also working really hard on pivoting a little bit um, and doing a lot more speaking, blogging, writing. Um, so some things I've always wanted to do and really didn't have the time. That's fantastic. Good for you. But I am also slacking slightly, but my version of slacking is a lot different than people watching Tiger King in one sitting. <laughs> um, I'm listening to some podcasts. Of course, I'm always listening to You're the Expert Now. That's number one on my list. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. <laughs> but um, Entrepreneur on Fire is great. Uh, Brene Brown has Unlocking You right now, which is great. Um, there's a podcast right now. It's really, really weird, um, but I love it because I'm a theater nerd and it's actually, it's a Broadway show done on a podcast. So there's oh. singing, there's story, Very cool. there's, there's some Tony award winners. Um, What's and it called? It's, uh, I, I have to look cause I want to share it cause it's amazing. And they drop an episode every couple days. So you're mm. like, we, you know, you're like, Oh, what's going to happen next? So it's called Little Did I Know, Little a did new I musical. Know. Excellent. So I miss theater greatly, and that's you know that's filling a need for me. Very good. Um, I I want to end with this: is I know you're a, a big fan of Disney, and it's got to be killing you that you can't uh, that they shut it down for now. What are you What are you doing to kind of fill that gap? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's painful. So one of the greatest things I love about Disney is like my side job is planning trips. I mean, I always have at least a few trips planned to Disney and I can't do that. So it's killing me. And how many times typically like last year, how many times did you go to Disney? Five. Five times. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So between like five and seven is our annual average, which is insane. And to me, when Disney closed, that's when I knew we were in trouble. 
Mm. When Disney announced that they were closing, I was like, okay. You know, I was a little bit skeptical before that, but when they announced their closure, I was like, hmm, we're in a bit of trouble here. And when they reopen, I think it's going to be a huge green light for me mentally that we're in the clear. Yes. Um, and that, you know, we can resume our business lives and our personal lives. So I miss it greatly. Um, I'm not a big movie person. We do have Disney Plus. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm listening to tons of musicals and soundtracks, and that just keeps me happy. So we'll get there soon. Yeah, my uh, wife also is a Disney fan, and she's got the music playing the Disney. But sometimes <laughs> yes. I feel like I'm walking through Epcot. <laughs> yes, I, like, you just, you have to. And I, I you know, when I hear... I hear announcements that they're closing for another two weeks or Broadway announced that they suspended all theater production until June 30th yesterday. Mm. That's like a nail in my heart, but mm. um, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to it, but I really miss planning. I miss something to look forward to. Um, you know, we had a lot of trips planned for the, for this year and they're all gone. So mm. we'll see. Well, Rosanna Berardi, owner of Berardi Immigration Law. Thank you again for coming on. Uh, we really do appreciate your time. Anytime. Take care now. You too. Bye-bye.